What are you? What are you doing? I look at man. I, I'm I, I'm sorry, but that's mine. I I get that's yours, but like I feel like that's the key to your success. And I it is. Some, and, but listen, if we ran Nintendo, really need some love. And I figured if I did that, that's what I'm here for. But that's not the same kind of love. Stop it, Bob. You need to do your thing. All right, people You're need the to go Nintendo listen. guru. Just go listen. I go, do my thing. Please go listen to If You're in Nintendo. How about that? Can yeah. I do that? Well, that's that's. I'll beg. I'll beg people to beg. I'll beg people. It's to on listen. iTunes, right? It's on Stitcher. Okay, Stitcher. It's Google really. Play. It's really big at We the Nerd. It is big on WeTheNerdy.com. Yeah. So that is all. That is all. I love you. I love you. Sean Caprine, welcome to episode 111 of We The Gamer Cast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com and it comes to you on Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and mother-loving YouTube every Monday. I said that already, but I'm a little thrown off. I got a whisper. Lincoln just went to sleep. This is the only time that I have to do this, everybody. I'm taking a bus. I'm going to, to Calgary land. Oh, wait. Is he screaming now? Is that what I'm hearing? Is there, maybe not, maybe I'm imagining things. I want to see Ribo, sort of, but not really. But maybe if you want to, Ribo, I will visit you. I will be in Calgary tonight on Sunday all the way through Thursday. So if you're at Nintendo, I will be recording from a hotel room, probably the Xbox Drive as well, maybe even guesting on the PlayStation podcast. It's going to be an interesting week, but I'm getting way ahead of myself. If you're watching this on YouTube.com slash WeTheNerdy, it's all because of all of our patrons at Patreon.com slash MakeUsBetter because you guys are making us better. We've got returning guests. We've got video. We've got maybe even a game coming. Guys, you guys are insane. So thank you so much to everybody who contributes. We've got new patrons this week. We've got Zelford Guerrero and Aaron You got me all mixed up now, Aaron, because you said that we say your name wrong. Now I'm like second guessing myself. It looks like Doherty. Doherty. Damn it. I'm doing it again. So thank you guys so much. Just because I can't say your name doesn't mean I'm not grateful. I'm very, very grateful. And on behalf of Bobby and Toby, I know they're giving you shout outs on, on the Nintendo PlayStation podcast, as well as if we ran Nintendo. You guys are amazing. And all of our executive producers, like our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, who, by the way, just saw a recent picture of you. Looking good without the beard, man. Looking clean shaven. Very, very handsome. Handsome Canadian underneath that, that lumberjack beard that you had going on. So high five to Corey. Our gold executive producer, Sheldon Benedict. Our executive producer is Nick Militia, who is a special guest on Nintendo Talk this week. So if you guys check that out, youtube.com slash Nintendo Guru. Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom. Jesse Armstrong, our guest today. Glocko Schaefer, Joey Hare, our guest last week. David Ray. A guest from a few weeks ago and Mike Drummy. Guys, thank you so much. Way more of you than we ever thought. <laughs> That's for sure. We're like, well, we'll just throw this executive producer thing up there and maybe, maybe one. Who knew we'd be four minutes into the show by the time we get past talking about all you guys. So thank you so much. Well deserved. Absolutely. If you missed last week's conversation with Joey Hare, what a good time, man. Especially the Halo chat. Uh, I think I might have to call up Luke Lore on on that round table i think we that might be a thing that has to happen i'd like to i'd like to just play it honestly like because i don't have like a deep deep knowledge about halo and like the lore and everything like the luke lore but but it's a good time man and there's a lot of stuff coming up with the x new updates the master chief collection is going to get some new stuff in the spring so halo is going to be with us for a little while so guys whether you like it or not or if you're pretending to hate it and some like maybe maybe you liked it before you should Visit it again. It's good times, guys. Um, by the way, that, that commercial at the beginning, throwing it back old school, all thanks to Dave Moore, who was on the show with our, our second returning guest episode for October and reminded me of all the good things that we used to have at the beginning of the show. And I used to have like basically the same 
ad running every week for a couple weeks until somebody had mentioned that they were confused by it, that they thought that they weren't getting a new episode because the ad was the same. So I just wanted to avoid it. I stopped doing it. I always meant to get back to it. So maybe at some point Dave and I will record something for the Xbox drive. But I should mention that was so old that we we didn't mention Dayspace. So I wanted to make sure that I, I mentioned that, that if we ran Nintendo as a proud member of the Dayspace Network Podcast or whatever we call it. Sorry, Dave. It's a half-baked uh, making up for that that miss. Guys, there's a thing that's happened in my life just in the last little bit. I'm starting to maybe obsess about 4k a little bit how the heck did this happen i've got it in my mind that i can actually work so before let's just take a step back before i I just let you know i've got um the where we play video games for the most part is in the basement we've got the two tvs set up a lot of you have seen that I i should do a video about that at some point um but these two tvs they match they're 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 identical we bought them at the same time they're 1080p they're plasma i love these tvs uh, and they run through a home theater setup they run through a, an amplifier so in order for my gaming setup to switch over to switch switch over to 4k it needs two tvs and an amp so even though tvs have dropped it's going to be it's significant so that's not happening it's not happening really anytime soon or ever, let's be honest. Unless those things like blow up, that's kind of what is required for that setup to change. But recently I've started recording in this room where you're seeing me, if you're watching on youtube.com slash with an early, or if you're hearing me, this is where I, I recorded a new room and I've got everything kind of piped through my, my computer. I've got my, I've got APS4 here. I've got my Super Nintendo Classic. I've got my Xbox all here. So lately I've been playing a lot of games on my computer monitor, which is not very good. It's a, it's a cheap, kind of LG, just a bargain basement thing we picked up at Black Friday, maybe last year. So things actually don't look that great on it. I can I can notice a difference. And it made me like realize that every time I played a PC game, I thought my PC like PC games weren't looking good. I thought I actually thought that my my computer wasn't powerful enough to give me good visuals, but ultimately it's just the monitor. So that's a thing. Anyway, I think I might get a 4K TV sitting next to me. I want to do like a like the smallest 4K I can do is like a 40 inch. So I might do Maybe, maybe trade up these two monitors for like maybe a little bit of a larger one, 24 inch maybe. So I'll have a 24 inch and then a 4K, 40 inch. Anyways, this is taking over. I'm like shopping left, right and center and Black Friday guys is less than a month away. I can't wait. I think that's going to be a thing that ha- might be, might be an early Christmas present, but we'll see. I'll let you know. Let me know guys, uh, on Twitter. I'm at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri, like the pants. I didn't even say that, did I? If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. If you want to be on the show, tweet at me. Sean like Connery could pretty like the pants on Twitter. Um, let me know what you guys are doing with 4K. We've got we've got the Xbox One X coming up pretty quickly here, and hopefully, I mean it's gonna it's unfortunate because I'll be out of town until Thursday, but I'm hoping that my I'll have a review copy of the Xbox. This Project Scorpio is going to be in this house early, so I will be able to pass along my thoughts. And as I mentioned, with the two TVs side by side. I'll actually be able to talk to many of you who only have 1080p where I will have my S running on one and the X running on the other. And I'll just do same game because I, if for the digital stuff, I can play at the same time. I think I'm sure there's a way for me to do that. Pretty certain. But anyways, um, that's the thing that you can look forward to. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, I have to decide at some point today if I'm bringing my PlayStation or my Xbox. I think it might be my Xbox because so I'm playing South Park, which is on my PS4. I'm also playing Shadow of War thanks to Edwin Callow. Thank you, man. So I got a big decision to make. I think it might ultimately be my Xbox because I also have the Evil Within on that one. So I might do some hotel scary gaming and just cry myself to sleep because I'm a big old baby. Um, I got a bus ride coming up. As I mentioned in the episode, this conversation coming up with Jesse Armstrong, I've got a three, three and a half hour bus ride with, with my, my old switch here. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, guys, I think we're going to get right into it, but I hope before I do, I hope you've had a good week of gaming and, and life. I hope that this week coming up is good and um, yeah, hopefully sunshine and rainbows for everybody. Guys, Jesse Armstrong, one of the kindest human beings I've had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, he has done a lot for me in the past and even through this. I know just booking time to have these conversations isn't always easy. So I appreciate Jesse's time this morning. He is at LilWade33. I'm going to have to have his Switch ID uh, if I can snag it in time on the in the show notes because you guys should definitely play some Splatoon with him if you haven't already. And guys, I didn't see the, the Canada story coming at the end. 
it makes me want to have him back. So I hope you guys really enjoy this. One of the most amazing human beings ever. His name is Jesse Armstrong and Jesse Armstrong. Why did I mess this up? I've only done this 111 times before. Jesse Armstrong. You gotta wear that hat this whole time, man. You know it's a video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although the hair is done so nicely. Like, I, I can't wear a hat and keep hair done that nicely underneath. Like, my hair is a disaster. <laughs> like, I just woke up. We actually got to sleep in. Lincoln let us sleep in a little bit. We had a, a 6 a.m. wake up. We had a little scream fest and changed the diaper. And now he's... Although I, I'm sure at this moment he's probably just kind of, like, getting up. But, but this is later than normal, man. It's kind of nice. I'm sure you know the. I'm yeah. sure you know the feeling. Yeah, I uh, I actually was out really late last night. Um, so today is Jacob Rush's. Dude, birthday. I was just gonna say that. Like, what are the chances that we talk? And then, yeah, yeah, it's so. Is that where you were last night? Yeah, yeah. I I got there late, but I got. I was there from like nine till three. In the Good God, three in the morning doesn't exist for me anymore, man. How the heck did you do that? <laughs> What were you guys uh, up to? Yeah, just did it. Uh, we played some of course. Smash and uh, <laughs> got out, got a SNES Classic. So, nice. Um, played some stuff and uh, I what else we played. Dude, that's oh, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, oh, are, are you? Have you been playing that yeah. like just there, or like was that your first time with it? Yeah, just there. Um, you got oh, it for dude, for that <sighs> for Switch. Yeah, I yeah. want to. I played it for Xbox for a little bit, but I'm like, I don't know why, but for some reason, like, that's just going to be a better fit on Switch. How did it play? Like, how did you find it? Uh, it played yeah. pretty well. Uh, I mean, I have not played a Dragon Ball Z game before, mm-hmm. so uh, it was really neat kind of uh, doing the battles in the yeah. air. And but it was smooth and everything, because, like, I feel like, like this is one of those games that exists everywhere else. And probably gets put under a lot of scrutiny in terms of, well, it's on the Switch, it's on a portable system, but, like, I feel like if you didn't even notice, like, what, should I be looking for something? That's kind of, like, the ideal situation, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it played really well. Um, I mean, the only thing you can tell is, like, the, I think the characters have more of a, you know, comic book look Mm. to them, and then the is more realistic. So you, you kind of see, like, some of that on yep. the edges. I think it's. I love that. That's the answer art style. So kind of like a cell shading kind of thing, like a like a Borderlands kind of thing. Oh, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I think I might because it's not even like they didn't roll that out at full price. I don't think. I think that you still could get that one for a little less on the Switch. And I I actually have a bus ride later today. I'm really looking forward to it because man, I haven't played my Switch in a long time, like like embarrassingly long. So I've got it sitting right next to me right yeah. here. And like every time I just look at, it, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just need to, I just need to play some some South Park or Shadow of War or something. And Mario Rabbits are like, you were so excited about us. What the heck, man? And that's I've got I've got a three and a half hour bus ride later today, and uh, and I've got one coming home later on this week. So I've got at least seven hours of Switch time, my coming my way, man. I'm pretty pumped about it. Awesome. How far are you in Rabbits? Dude, like second world. And, like, now I don't even know where to go. Like, maybe you can help me out with this, too, because I'm at first I really liked, like, the overworld and being able to explore everywhere. But, like, I don't really know at all where to go. I'm not sure exactly, like, if you – maybe not help me out specifically with, like, where to go next. But, like, how did you find wandering around? Because I, I feel like I'm just lost at this point. I don't really know. Is there something that's, like, guiding me to the next section, typically? Have you – have you gone back through World One and done um, the challenges, or gone through and found all the other? Yeah, chests? man. Like I, that's kind of what the only thing that I was I was finding. Like I wasn't sure where's the arrow pointing me to World Two. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it's kind of I don't know which direction I want to say northwest, mm, but mm-hmm. kind of northwest. Did you beat castle. it? Uh, I'm on. I just finished three six. And are there four worlds? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. 
So are you kind of taking so your I, time or is it just that hard? Uh, no, I've just been taking my time. I've been busy mm-hmm. with work. So How many uh, kids do you have? <laughs> you have four. four kids. I like you say, I've yeah. been busy with work. Oh, and by the way, I've got a litter of children in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's only one home with me right now. Oh, so really? We, uh, I, I skipped church this morning because <gasps> our oldest woke up. With oh, okay. Morning, I thought it was so. my fault. Okay, I feel I feel better. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> That that must not hop, happen very often, though. Like, I remember we used to go to church when I was a kid, and it was like, unless somebody has, like, some bodily fluid flowing out of a nose or a mouth or something, it's like, dress up, you're going to church, and and no toys. I don't know if that's a thing. Now, I, I used to see other kids playing around with, like, toys and stuff, and we used to think, oh, so lucky. You guys get all your toys to play at church. And no, man, we were there. We were there to pay attention for sure. Yeah, we don't like them, let them take their toys in, but I mean, it's they we have a whole kids area. Oh, so nice. Each one. Awesome. Do they do like a Sunday school or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of during during the service, so it's not like right. before or anything. But so the kids go off and do yeah. their thing, and they they talk yep. about stories and do like coloring. It's like that's basically what I did. I'm, it, I don't know if yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this reminds me of that, but whenever I think of like the Sunday school that we would have went to as kids, every time we went we would have been like coloring or drawing on paper that was like photocopied and it be, for some reason it was way cheaper to photocopy onto like yellow or green or pink paper so i always think yeah. of these handouts that we would get in this yellow and like so weird what a strange memory that i have and i'm i'm always curious like so you're very entrenched. This is a weekly thing. You're going to church every single sunday this must be something that that you grew up with as well i'm i'm guessing yeah, yeah. Well, from the time I was in probably third. Yeah. Or so your grade. parents were. It was very important for them to be bringing you to church, kind of thing. Like they grew up yeah. in in a in a faith based family in a church family. Yep. So like, how is that? How is that for you growing up? Is there any sort of like? Because I talked to Jacob about this, I think too, a little bit about what kind of conflicts sort of arise out of um, the message of the church, and then also the variety of interactive sort of content with video games. And I'm always curious to find like where people land on. Is it anything with like pure violence? You're just staying away from because I've heard that from people or is it just, this is just another form of entertainment and you're still able to find a balance between the two. Like where, where do you games and, and the church sort of play a role within your house, Jesse? Uh, now, I mean, with my kids, we, Pretty much, you know, restrict mm-hmm. all of it. Uh, like all games, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's just kids friendly. Okay, games, so that's kind of one of the reasons why I took a long break from oh, yeah. gaming, uh, and I just got back into gaming since the Switch right. came out. So, um, but yeah, growing up, I didn't have any restrictions. I mean, <laughs> I music and oh, games yeah. and. I was allowed to watch. What kind of music were you listening to that, that maybe now you'd go, no, maybe that's not happening in the house. Uh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm, you know, pretty, yeah man that's so funny um, that you bring up corn corn was like the first band that i brought in my house that my dad especially was like you are not listening to this and i was like i kind of really want to like it was one of those like first examples i think that's a lot of of kids maybe in in our generation who uh can look back on those days and go you know what i'm gonna listen to whatever i want man and (laughs) i'm just gonna do whatever it is i want Uh, yeah, because yeah. he was he was very against a lot, and and probably still would be even as a kind of reliving things through through our eyes as new parents now, being very careful about the content and the stuff that the kids are involved in, and, and it's funny, and I never thought of it at the time, but I bring this up quite often on the show. Is dude, we were playing Wolfenstein in the house, and we were stabbing German shepherds in the face, and we were killing Nazis, and like we've got chainsaws and everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's just, and we're worried about corn. And it's just kind of funny to see, like, the difference between, you know, music especially, 
and then and then what happens with with video games like we had doom as well and like the bfg and if anybody ever knew what that stood for it's just like you're not playing that game ever again <laughs> and the blood and guts and just yeah. the corpses laying around but man if you're listening to limp biscuit and corn you're in for real tr- <laughs> trouble yeah yeah i mean i i had my game systems in my mm-hmm, room so mm-hmm. i was so my parents didn't really see what yeah. i was playing um as far as music goes i mean i was listening to chord and riding with them and they would just like look at me like here's some of the lyrics oh really they were like, see that was the oh, best yeah. thing about them they, like you couldn't understand they, what he was saying so at least all my dad heard was just noise and he was just upset i was listening to like not music because he's playing trumpet and stuff <laughs> yeah well i mean i was singing too so nice <laughs> oh dude everybody had their version of of john davis's like little uh scat that he did and everything just oh and i'm now i'm hearing it in my now i'm hearing it in my head dude so like but for your parents like this wasn't like the music and the, and the video games like whatever so now as as like how old are your kids like what's this what's the stretch you've got across the four of them uh six four uh three next saturday oh yeah okay so so especially like the one-year-old maybe like or sorry the the six-year-old the the oldest um are there tastes that are starting to i always i was talking to chelsea about this yesterday how she she often says things like oh lincoln really likes ed sheeran and it tends to like soothe them there's there's a particular song that she's found that just like calms them right out and i always find it funny to go like out of all the music that he's listened to, like, did he tell you that he has this preference? It's kind of, it's kind of, I think that, you know, eventually he will come and have his, his preferences. So are you finding this with your kids? Like, are there, are there preferences in, in games or I guess with, uh, yeah, with the games or any other entertainment that are starting to come out that isn't necessarily the stuff that you give them to like that you put in front of them to play like are they starting to figure out i like this sort of thing or this like this style of of game or the style of interactive entertainment yeah um he his favorite band is skill oh nice so, <laughs> yeah it's the christian heavy mm-hmm. rock, so uh, and he he drives oh really because he wants to all the time yeah she she can't stand it so um mm-hmm. as far as games he wants to play it. Oh yeah. Does. Where does that come from? How did how does he get exposed to every game? Uh, I mean every mm-hmm. game we have. So um you know Zelda and Rabbids and um mm-hmm. Arms Splatoon 2. Um So you're loading up on every yeah. Switch game. Like everything that's coming up. Uh, well I mean at least the AAA games. Um, I've gotten some of the indie games. What an but, attach rate for this yeah. system, man. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who's just like, yeah, I just got Zelda and that was it. Like, everybody's getting at least yeah. at least Mario Kart, and then that spills into everything else. Like, what a what a crazy year. I want to come back to the Switch. I want to come back to the now. But you mentioned for a while, like, you took a bit of a break from video games. Where did... Where was the lead-up to that break? Like, where did things kind of start for you? Do you remember being introduced to to games at a certain point in your life yeah i mean uh growing up uh i'm not sure exactly what age but um probably six yeah. or seven i started playing, uh, nice yeah my mom worked at a video store so basically i got to rent any game no free. way dude so that's like the dream. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like everybody would like, I, yeah. I feel like there's kids in my school who will lie about a situation like that just because it sounded so cool. Yeah. So I'd, you know, go to work with her and I would sit in the back room and just play games all day and then just swap Are them out on the shelf. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. It was awesome. So I don't have really good yeah. memory. I'm the same, man. A lot of the games, but like I've seen a lot of videos and stuff like I recently saw Skater mm-hmm. die at a shop. And I was like, man, that cover kind of looks familiar. So I looked up like some gameplay of it. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, played that dude. game. It's like I don't know how far I got, but see, and that's not a game that like everybody talks about. That seems like a pretty, pretty low key kind of game. So you were able to kind of like tap into like this other world of games just because you didn't have to plop down a hundred dollars for these cards. Yeah, yeah. So I was just mm-hmm. grab them off the shelf. How many generations did your mom work there for? Like, how many video game generations were you able to kind of dive into the to the back room and just and just play whatever you want? Uh, mainly just the NES and some Genesis. Oh, okay. Because I didn't have Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. So 
I'm an every other Nintendo guy. I didn't have a Super Nintendo, and I didn't have. So a how does that make you feel now with like the the Super Nintendo Classic Edition out? Everybody's saying this is the greatest console ever because you and I have this connection. Like I didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up either. I'm on a Nintendo podcast, yeah. so I don't know how that ends up working out. But you know, you've got you've got Jacob Rush who who has apparently played every game in the Nintendo lineup, like since the very beginning. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, are you going back? I know that, that you were recently looking at some, at kind of retro shopping too. Like you picked up that, um, the NES action pack with the, the zapper and everything. Yep. Are you going back yep. in the super Nintendo world too? Like, how are you, are you revisiting some of the old days that you, that you missed out just the same as I did? Yeah, I got the SNES Classic. I mean, and that's the main thing was I've only played mm-hmm. Mario Kart and a little bit of Super Mario World. Yeah, so you got like and, 20 some game, well, almost 20, like the whole set, brand yeah. new. Well, uh, in Street Fighter, but I played of course. Jesus. But maybe this is like that yeah. specific one that you didn't play. It's like I did. I played like yeah. Super Street Fighter, but I didn't play Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. I- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so all those games are new to me. I, like I said, I've been busy with work, and it's that's one of the things that's really hard to get that yeah. system out with the kids because everybody's like running around, tripping over the cords, and uh, <laughs> yanking it out. Yeah, man. We grew up, we were barely wearing seatbelts, and we had tripping hazards all over the place. Everything was corded. I remember when I when I first got a 360, or actually I saw somebody else's 360, and he turned on the system with the cordless, uh, with the wireless controller. I'm like, this is the future. I've been I've been tethered to my consoles or to somebody else's consoles forever. <laughs> that was the future. Little did I know that I'd be carrying a console with me, like practically in my back pocket yeah. with the Switch um, in the near future. So did you have – there was a specific reason for stepping away from games for, for quite a period of time? Yeah, uh, I've taken two mm-hmm. breaks. Uh, one was – when we, me and my wife got married, um, so 2007, mm-hmm. uh, at the time I, I had actually got a, got away from console gaming. This one that was in the PC mm-hmm. game was playing Warcraft and yes, she saw how much time that was taken and basically said, when we get married, you're done playing. Whoa, 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 so. whoa, whoa. <laughs> How did that conversation yeah. go? Okay, and first of all, how much time are we talking about here? Like, was it like every day, eight hours a day? Because good honor. <laughs> I, I was playing probably three to four yeah. hours a day. But then going to like going so, to nothing. Yeah. So walk so, me I through. I mean, this. I I had my old systems. Yeah. I saw my Xbox and you know sixty four and everything, but. Um, yeah, at that point, like, and you're just that like, was it okay, at all. yeah. So that was the deal. To get married yeah. was give up. The, was that was a trade off? <laughs> How long did yeah. that last? Uh, it lasted until the Wii came out, and so about a year. We got a Wii. Uh, I think it was about two years. I think we got it a little. Two little bit later. years of um, no games to get. Hmm. How did you okay, so was it worth it? I mean that was that's the wrong question because obviously you love your wife and that was all great, so getting married was worth it. Um do you yeah. like what what are the games that you miss that you're like, that was a crappy deal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said too, that the time I was I had already kind of stepped away from mm-hmm, the console. Mm-hmm. So on PC I really really it was yeah. World of Warcraft was and I didn't really. That's funny. It's like World of Warcraft. It does seem like there's probably there's probably as many intervention stories about World of Warcraft as there are switches that have been (laughs) sold this year. Like there's probably just so many. Like no, seriously, you need to you need to uninstall World of Warcraft. And and honestly, like that was that was why I didn't even. There was I used to work at the Canadian Best Buy here, and like there was trials all over the place. I think they even came on a CD. You could grab the CD and it's like, play for free for two weeks. And I'm like, nope, you're a drug dealer. Get away from me. I don't even want to have that like, oh, the first hit's free, man. But then you got to pay. It was just, it was too terrifying to me. Yeah. Yeah, so the the biggest part of that was my brother-in-law mm-hmm. was like heavy in Warcraft and okay. still is. 
And so my wife saw that and she was like, you're she not saw the path that. that you were headed I, down. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, I, she's like, that's all he does in his free time. That's not mm-hmm. what you're going to mm-hmm. do. How did he so, feel about this deal? I imagine that like that, that probably wouldn't, he probably would have agreed with that because he's on the polar opposite end of the scale. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he wouldn't yeah. agree. <laughs> Like I said, he's still mm-hmm. playing now. So. But it is interesting that it My gave you – I don't know if like purely this or maybe you were already thinking this ahead of time. But like I think that there's a version of that across a lot of marriages, across a lot of like relationships that are that are building in, in the beginning of – there's obviously compromise. There's obviously sacrifice. There's things that, that we walk away from for the benefit of the relationship, whether or not it's a deal or a trade-off or it, that's just the way things work out. And for me, it was like – when I met Chelsea, that was kind of like, oh, this is like a real grown-up relationship. Like, this is actually the real deal. And, oh, my parents also have a real deal relationship. Like, they raised four kids. And, like, I, I, I would be very lucky to be half the parent that they are. So what are the things that they do? Um, they don't drink three times a week. They don't do like all these, they don't gamble. They don't spend their money in these ways. Like they're very like conservative in those, in those ways. So like maybe I could adopt some of those things. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily like, like a deal necessarily. Like it's this, it's me or this thing that you, that you enjoy doing. It was more like in order for like, it was kind of like a, like a gut check for me of in order for this to be, family type of situation which is very different than any relationship i thought of before i've got to i've got to be more like the the parents that i've seen the parents that have raised me so there was like this transition of no more drink not, not even just no more drinking it was just i'm not partying until seven in the morning and then being like worthless on the saturday or the sunday afterwards and and it was just like this revelation of oh i can wake up on a sunday morning and be totally functional that's pretty sweet and you kind of like realize that those are that gives you some solid foundation to then be there and be the husband that you that you want to be for your wife and be the dad that you want to be for your kids. So I'm I give you a hard time, but I I want to let you know that like there's a ver- like I said there's a version of that for for everybody. How has how has life for you gotten? I, I can only assume life has gotten more complicated with every kid. Like I was maybe because I didn't know what we were getting into with Lincoln. Like I had, I had ideas and I knew that things were going to change, but because we had already kind of given up like the party life and going out and stuff that that's the same. We're, we're home anyway. So like now there's just a baby. I'm way more terrified for the second kid than I am, than I was for the first one. Like, and you've done this numerous times. Chelsea has said that she wants a, a number of kids. And I'm like, it takes, it takes two in order to get to three, unless there's a twin situation, which goodness gracious if twins happen i don't i don't even know man so how has how like how has life just i guess progressively gotten more more complicated and like what are some of the things that you've done to to adjust life so that you know you have six people living in your house man holy crap yep uh bump beds (laughs) (laughs) i love it keep it simple man yep yeah yep so um yeah Going from one to two was a pretty was big it? change. Yeah. yeah, and also, I mean, our our second son has Down syndrome. Oh my so gosh, man! That was that was a big change. No kidding. Too. And um, you know, the biggest thing with him was he had a heart mm-hmm. defect, uh, so he was born with two holes in his heart, so AV canal, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was in. Nick you for a month. After oh my gosh. No kidding. So already on top of going from one to two, it's complications yeah. of yeah. So, six kids all at once. Yeah. So that, then our oldest went and stayed with, um, actually between my wife's parents and, and my parents a little bit of time mm-hmm. over that month. And my wife stayed at the hospital and then I was in between the hospital and the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it was, that was crazy. And then he had open heart surgery at six months mm-hmm. and at 10 months old, um, he got pneumonia. So his first year was Holy cow. Um, and what were you guys, like, were you working? Like what, what was, how, how the heck did you manage that dude? 
Uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's crazy. Does it seem like a lifetime ago so, now? Maybe. Yeah. It does. Yeah. How's he, how's he doing so, now though? Like, was it just first year and then set on a path that those complications are over and that's just like, it's, it's just amazing. I guess now you probably appreciate like, at least it's quote unquote, just down syndrome. Like, is that even a way to look at it? Like there's so much else to it that do any of those other complications yeah. pop up now? Yeah. As far as yeah. health issues. No. no. Oh, good, man. Thank, uh, thank I mean, he's, he's more susceptible to, you know, getting like pneumonia and yeah. stuff like that. Um, he's really been healthy since that. Holy year. cow! And then you went, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go for more. Let, let this is this is fine. Let's just let's just have more. How does that? How do you end up with four kids? Um, we planned our first. <laughs> I guess it takes and, one to get to two to get to three to get to four. So uh, some bad uh, management ended up on the other three. <laughs> Time management or uh, resource management, whatever. Resource management. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I ever would have come up with that, but yeah, sure. Basically, anything to go um, to not say "oops" or we didn't mean necessarily for for that to happen. So, uh, are there more coming, Jesse? Are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I had surgery last okay, year. Okay, okay. Like the like the <laughs> surgery? Like the, yeah. like, yep. which, okay. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to, do you want to dive into, the, like, what that appointment is like? Oh, it's pretty that... awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, everybody, everybody has, like, a different opinion, a different right. story. And I heard a lot of people was like, oh, yeah, it's painless. And That's kind of what I've heard. It's, but. No man, I'm a I'm a big baby. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't painless. <laughs> um, <laughs> it uh, it did not mm-hmm, feel good. Mm-hmm. And uh, big old rusty knife that they use. My wife had my wife had to like basically carry. Come me on, because um, I had to like sit down for like five to ten minutes to walk out. Like you go in and you get the yep. procedure done. Literally, they're like, "All right, well, go home and yep. ice it." Like that's it. Like. See ya. That's Check why out. we lose that argument now. Like, you realize that. Really? Like 20 years ago, that's this yeah. was not the norm. Now it's kind of like like women have caught on and go like, hang on a second. There's a thing that you walk out of the appointment and like we're sitting here doing like full-on surgery. No, 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 no. Yeah. You guys, you it's on you now. Like this is this is a pretty normal thing, I think. Like pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we got down Were to Were you nervous though going in? Like you walk into the appointment and you go like, Oh, what's gonna happen? Um, I was nervous. I probably wasn't. I mean, if I would have known what it was gonna feel like, I probably would have been more nervous. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and, and the like the operating room, like it's just at a doctor's right. office. It's not even at yeah. a hospital. So, like, I'm just laying on a table, and the nurse comes in and preps me, and then like she walks out the room, and like I'm just sitting there, like, just like Winnie the Pooh on display. <laughs> it's like just like what? Winnie the Pooh, just like a shirt and then no pants kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah, <laughs> they give you a bowl of honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then the guy walks in because I had a similar, not not entirely thing, but like one of those things where you walk in and go like, this could be something. Like maybe they should put me under. Like maybe this is a bigger deal. And then you get there and it's like, no, no, man, you're just sitting on a bench. I had broke my thumb one year when I was in high school. I broke my thumb and they they did put me under to put like a nail in. Like they put like a a pin in my hand and actually kind of like stuck out at the end and I went a month or so with like a splint that would cover it so then when it was time when my when my thumb had healed it was time to get this thing out so I thought well they put me under to to put it in so they must be putting me under to take it out but no man that was a that was a 20 minute thing where they sat me down they took off the splint and he looks at he's like okay it looks everything looks good everything looks clean and and uh so I'll just I'll just go grab my my pliers and I'm like Hang on a second. You're what? Your pliers? What? Am, like, am I in like a Mexican like doctor's office here? Like, what? I was. We're, this is Canada. Surely you're not using like my dad's tools to pull this thing out. And yep, sure enough, it was a. It was five seconds. He just kind of yanked. Out. He's like, oh, it's kind of stuck. And I'm like, haha, very funny. Gives it a good yank, and it was like, oh, that feels. Oh, that hurts a lot. And then the then the blood comes comes rushing out. Yeah. So I'm guessing fairly similar situation except with a much more sensitive 
kind of area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he he came in and he like pulled out his iPhone mm-hmm. and set it up and turned music on. Like had some okay, yeah, music just, just to relax you. And a then bit. Mm-hmm. he was trying to small oh, talk geez. with me and like how's work and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not talking. Like I gave him like really mm-hmm. short answers. So I think he kind of caught on that I wasn't like in a small talk. Oh my god! But you know, but it helps, Jesse. That's why it hurt you so much because you have to you have to small talk. It's like when you give blood or when you get a blood test or something. They're like, oh, so the weather, and you're like, I don't want to talk about the weather. How boring! Oh wait, there's a point to this. Yeah, I don't small talk anyway. Like (laughs) on a normal day, so like let alone like while I'm being Mm. messed with. And, uh, so then it. him and the nurse just start mm-hmm. talking and they're like talking about like a party coming up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'm like, just get just, this over with. Just focusing on the pain, like trying to get through it. Were, were you tense? Maybe that's another thing. Maybe this is advice. This is a cautionary tale for all of our friends who are, who are having babies right now, but maybe one day we'll want to stop having babies guys. I, okay. So the lesson I'm taking from this is, engage in the small talk i'll set up i'll set up my iphone and be like hey <laughs> welcome to episode whatever 400 and i don't know it probably be sooner yeah, than that just, just re- replay exactly exactly be like hey man i just <laughs> so then okay so you're sitting there you're on display they're, they're prepping I'm, I'm sure they're like uh dipping things in disinfectant and burning the tips of, of blades and they're just maybe they're it's like uh, like Bloodborne. They've got all these different weapons. They're choosing which ones are going to do the trick. At what point do you start? Like, when does when does the nervousness get to maximum intensity? Uh, I mean, I don't, did I you don't black know out? What it necessarily he was pulling on? Oh, jeez! So he made the incision and like went in, you know, so I could still kind of feel that wasn't like completely mm-hmm. numb. And then he started pulling on a tube oh, or goodness. something. Like as soon as he tugged on that, I was like. Oh, that's that's what small talk was done. So that that was. Uh... <laughs> How long ago was this? Uh, just yeah. over a year. And it's it fresh in your mind after, still. After like after you remember it just like yesterday. Is this like your family doctor who does this, or is this like a, is it a a specialist or something? No, it's yeah, urologist. Oh so. my gosh! You know what the best thing is? I mean, in, in Canada, I wouldn't even we wouldn't even pay for that. But I can imagine. Do you do you walk out and go like okay here's my here's my payment or my insurance or whatever or like are you able because like that's just adding insult to injury just like here is just a not pleasant uh, experience and now my now my wallet's hurting too yeah yeah it was like I think fifteen hundred oh really yeah see part of the yeah. show I just want to let so, Americans they, know that like that's not a thing have here it up front. yeah they you have to pay mm-hmm. up front. I mean, this is this isn't normal like a normal doctor. Usually, it's like a copay okay. or something like that. But because this is a elective surgery, right, of course, you pay for it up front, and then after you pay for it, they turn it into insurance. Interesting. And then whatever whatever the insurance pays for, then you'll get like a refund okay. of the difference. That that's kind of like so, what we're gonna do with Lincoln if he graduates high school and then works but doesn't uh, want to move out or anything. We're gonna treat it like rent. And he can he can pay his rent, yeah. but we're just gonna stash the money aside and then help him with like a down payment or something like that. Like I'm sure that's that's basically the exact same thing. Yeah. Nice man. So what are you playing right now? Like now that we're now that we've gone the done the cautionary tale of okay, everybody, four kids, and then you get the little snippy snip, <laughs> and that's what that's all like. What yeah. uh what else are you playing now? Is it you're just you're just Nintendo, basically. Like, are you just playing Nintendo systems? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And is it always, other than the, the brief stint with PC, like, has that always been... Because I always, I always appreciate that about, about Jacob and Ryan and, like, their love for Nintendo is so pure. And here you are on my show wearing a Mario hat. And I'm gathering, I'm yeah. gathering it's a very similar situation. Yeah, I mean, it is now just because of, you know, it's more mm-hmm, family-friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of the games that I played, you know, growing up, it kind of exposed me to other things and... Um, kind of early on with Isaiah, my oldest. The great name. Um, you know, I kinda, Isaiah Armstrong, we, dude. You can be famous. Even Jesse Armstrong is an amazing name. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but he early on, like just watching like Star Wars and stuff like that. I, like I really want to introduce him to yeah. that stuff early. And 
immediately like we saw changes in his behavior he was like acting out oh really like pretending to shoot his mom Mm -hmm. and and different things like that so like that's why we kind of changed it we're like nope you know Mm -hmm. just age appropriate stuff so that's funny it's probably very similar with my house too i joke about it but i think that was that was pretty close to the reason we didn't have consoles growing up and they they my parents would say it was because similar things would happen with with my brother we boiled it down to his heart his heart rate would go up but i think it was just like a noticeable change change in behavior and i think that that's really commendable of you guys because i i don't necessarily think that that's like the popular thing i don't think that it's a hard decision therefore it can't be the popular one to say nope we're gonna this is gonna be totally different from what the neighbors are doing what their neighbors are doing what everybody else is is up to this is a decision that that impacts our family only, so we should be the ones kind of in control of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did it work? Yeah, it has uh, for the most part. Uh, he still has like a really addictive personality, mm-hmm. so like if he gets too much screen time, whether it's you know on a iPad or um, playing mm-hmm. a game, um, we notice a, a change in behavior. He'll just be disobedient yeah. and. He gets really whiny and, and mm-hmm. emotional, and it's like so we just limit him to try to like do like thirty minutes. Right, right. And, I mean, sometimes we go over that, but he over the last you know several months he's gotten a lot better. Yeah, um, that's that's very I mean, observant, man. I'm very I'm very impressed by that because it, I feel like from my experience it seems like we could we could kind of chalk that up to almost anything. Like oh, just that's what that's what six-year-olds do like this is just this is a phase or whatever and i i think that this is a very proactive proactive way of you guys kind of handling that situation so and plus you have four kids like take no chances like this pretty much try to try to just try to keep everything contained you're like good day for us like (laughs) nice man so okay how many kids were growing up in your family when you were a kid uh, I was a only oh, child okay. um, until my mom and my stepdad mm-hmm. got married, and we had uh, I had a stepsister that lived. How old were you us. then? Uh, okay, so like definitely old enough to go. This is very different. And how how old was your yeah. stepsister compared to you? She. she okay, so you've got an older sibling now. All of a sudden. How did that? How did that change yeah. things for you? Uh, it wasn't really. Big oh, really? Thing. I mean, we would play. Yeah, we would play games together. We played uh, Sonic yeah. and Knuckles uh, together. So, and Sonic then, and Knuckles. Um, I would say so. This yeah. made you play not the best games. Basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, I went from you know NES to mm-hmm, Genesis. Mm-hmm. So, dude, that's awesome. So like. Okay, I want to get to. I know at some point in uh, you having four kids, you met you met Jacob Rush, and I feel like that sort of changed paths for you. Actually, it's probably a huge reason you're even here right now. It's just the way that that the galaxy has worked, Absolutely. and like all these different like ping pong reactions of people meeting each other and other people starting to do things, and and just happen to like like Jacob just happens to know who Bobby is, I think through the Nintendo dads and the Nintendo dads exist because Zach and, and Justin just happened to be on VG Tribune or they, they met through the forums and then they like went for coffee. Like what the heck? Like this kind of stuff just blows my mind. And then when I heard that, that you and Jacob have connections, I'm like, well, of course, like we are all, we are all interconnected in a way. I think somebody should actually, um, Adam Leonard, we not to brag. We should we should have him draw out like a map of like pictures and like string and push pins and stuff. Basically, the background of like yeah. if we ran Nintendo, <laughs> but like with all of us and just like the cause and effect that brought us all together because it's like way too cosmic. So, um, where were you in your family building when uh, when you met when you met Jacob? Because you met him at a very particular time in his life. Yeah, it was about four years yeah. ago. Um, so. I think it was right after we had yep. Elijah. Um, I'm not exactly sure um, when they started going to our church, but it was around mm-hmm. that time, mm-hmm. you know. So we, you know, at the hospital and stuff, and going through all that, and had the church praying right. for us. 
But what was it about? Like, so Jacob was on, and he's told he's told his story, and I, I should mention. Um, yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head, so I should go back and look up. Uh, I mentioned in the intro or the outro what episode he was on. It's definitely on episode 100, uh, but obviously had a life changing experience for him. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know if hospitals are just different or like we had no interaction with any patients around us. Like we had, we were basically like put us in a room and leave us alone. What, like, how did you guys end up coming together? Like, what was that first? Like, did you, did you bump into each other and spill some papers and your hands touched and you're like, Oh, let's be friends. I'm gathering. That's not what happened, but But, how did you guys first come to interact with each other? At church. So they started going Mm -hmm. to our church, him and Becca. And like I said, we um, we had Elijah at that point, and like sitting in church, they were you know sitting by us, and um, they would ask to you know see or hold Elijah, and uh, mm-hmm. also Becca uh, sings on worship mm-hmm. team, so uh, and they you know both been involved right. in worship, and I run sound at church um, every third mm-hmm. or fourth Sunday, so um, kind of that interaction just serving through church together and you know then whenever um they got pregnant with uh, mm-hmm. judah uh, praying for them uh, throughout the process and and all of that and, so you had met before that and you're kind of like sharing yeah sharing life stories and just getting to know one another on a on a deeper level and then this happened so yeah. so they already had kind of a bit of a, a system with with you in particular that you guys were there for that. And so what was it like for you guys to go like, cause to me, it seemed like this is a situation that is insanely unique in all of the most unfortunate ways possible. This was a test for you as, as well in terms of being there for, for Jacob. Like this is something that I think for a lot of people don't know how to handle. They don't know like, what's the right thing to say? What do I do? How do I show my support for this person? So like, what what did that mean for for you and your family to be there for Jacob? Like, what did that? How did that manifest? Yeah, I, my wife is is really good at you know comforting and right. compassion, and um, that's not my yeah. strong point at all. So, you know, going in, I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I had no idea what to yeah, man. do, and it's it's really just the biggest thing is being there and supporting somebody. Just just the presence. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. really helps uh, and you know we experienced some of that with with Elijah you know just because of his health issues it it's not obviously it's not the same losing a child versus you know having a sick child is mm-hmm. very different but there is also that lingering you know what's happening next and where do we yep. go from here um, some of that is similar so and we were actually able to to connect Jacob and Becca with um, some other friends of ours that had um, used to go to our church um, that had lost a child as well. So we were Holy able to cow, man. connect them and uh, and their you know friends and they were able to really help them through that mm-hmm. process. And wow. it's it's definitely difficult. So, but that's kind of like where things started for you guys. And now now, how often are you guys able to, like? So you obviously going to the same church. You're you're pretty close in proximity to each other. You hung out just last night. Like was that? Yeah. I mean, coming together under the most unfortunate circumstances ever. But like, what a long and beautiful friendship you guys have built since then. Like that's the thing that really blows me away is that like you go to church, you meet, and then there's this thing that happens that is awful, but it truly binds you together. And now, like you guys are friends for life, man. And you have, yeah. you have so much kindness in you, and I have to say this, especially make sure that this is baked into the episode because I want to thank you because your your kindness extends beyond people that you meet at the church. Your kindness is so like you came out of nowhere and said, "Hey, man, I know you're looking for that bayonetta amiibo or that Pucci amiibo, so like here it comes," and I'm like, "Yeah." I didn't, I don't deserve this. Like I don't I didn't do anything. I didn't like like there was no transaction for us at all and I just I wanted to mention to you that I I will never forget that and I, that that affects me in a way that you don't even know. Like that makes me think of how I look at offering kindness instead of like 
waiting for somebody else because that's generally i was talking about this with with dave and it was like i don't generally let people in per se but like you actually like reached out and so did dave like in a way like you you didn't even just wait for people to like open the doors it was like push them open i just want to do something nice for you and i just like i don't know man i I, i'm glad that this is probably the most that i've actually articulated that because I don't generally talk to myself unless I'm talking into a camera before the show. But yeah, yeah, man, I, I appreciate that more than, you know, and I just, I, I'm not, sometimes I ask people, I think I put them on the spot a little bit to say like, what else, what other nice things do you do? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. I just, I just wanted to, I'm sure that people listening to this who know you previously, they're all thinking to themselves, yeah, man, that's Jesse. Like he just does that. I, they've all got experiences like that. And I just wanted to, to thank you for that. It was a very small version of what I'm sure you've done for so many other people. And that's just, that. that's why I'm sure that's how you deal with the four kids, dude. Just kindness, just <laughs> kindness always. Yeah. I just really appreciate that. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I'm naturally um, very selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, selfish or um, selfless? Selfish. Oh, okay. That's selfish. very surprising. Yeah, but, um, yeah, and it, just sometimes something comes up and I'm just like, you know, here you go. Well, I really, I really but, appreciate uh, it, man. And, and like, it's funny how I think, I don't think anybody would describe you as that way. I think that that's what sometimes the most selfless people do. I think my mom actually was just saying this not too, re- not too uh, long ago, how she's like, sometimes I just feel so, so, and like, she's, she puts people before herself every single moment of every single day so i think that it's usually when somebody is like extremely selfless that they're much more cognizant of the rare occasion where it's like no i gotta do this for me and like that's very much allowed at least in my opinion like you gotta you gotta look after number one and sometimes looking after other people feels like it's taking care of you i think antonio guillen and i kind of connected on that as well he's like thank you man so we're both we're both just like thank you and he's like thank you and we're just there's just thanks going on so (laughs) that's why you guys should all just move to canada we're all you guys are all these are all very canadian traits so you should just come on up you can get your your nuts cut open for free i think i actually don't even know i've really (laughs) looked into it (laughs) nice dude I've, I've been to Canada Where'd you one go? time. Uh, You're, oh Windsor? yeah, were you doing um, Niagara at some point? No, um, I had went to a Detroit Tigers oh, game. Oh, classic! And, uh, as Tigers and Rangers, I'm a mm-hmm, Rangers fan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a, uh, me and a buddy were driving down the road, and we were sitting at this intersection that says Canada's this way over Canada. there, man. <laughs> so. We were like, looked at each other. It's like, all right, let's do it. And uh, drove through the tunnel, and I called my wife, and I'm like, hey, uh, so we're driving into Canada, and she's like, you don't have a right. passport. And this was like right after they had changed, because I'm, right. I was in the Army. So, you know, before you could just show you like military ID, and mm-hmm. it wasn't an issue. But, and I had traveled to Germany before that. And didn't have a oh, wow. even just because even military. Yeah. So, and I just wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about it. And she's like, no, you have to have a passport mm-hmm. to get back in. So like, we're like scrambling, like what in the world are we going to do? And I um, use those military skills to sneak back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get to the, get mm-hmm. to Windsor and like pulling up to customs and there's this long line of traffic. And so we have some time to like try to figure out what to do. And we're looking around and there's all these signs, like no firearms and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, we just went to Detroit. I've got my handgun. Under no my way. Like, yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Like, not, we don't have passports and I dude. have a gun. Um, so like I get up there to the, I don't know what, what you want to call her, but like basically yeah. a booth. You know, she's checking in. She's like, you know, you have to declare like what you're going to Canada for. By and, accident? Uh, we just looked at her. Yeah, we're just looking at her and I'm like, um, I got stuck on this road and we drove through the tunnel and we just want to go yeah. back home. But I have a handgun under my seat, so um, I can't be Holy. here. Holy. And she's like, okay, you need to pull over yeah. here. And 
so we had to park and then stand on a wall, you know. With and these are Canadian officers that you're talking. Like these are like people on horses yeah. and red uniforms and funny hats that you're talking to. Oh, no, there were there were <laughs> horses. That's our border. Like I you mean, guys are building a wall. We've got a we've got a line of horses flat. and people on top of horses, and that's it. That's our border. So okay, so they like what's the reaction? You say I've got a I've got a gun in the car, and they go you pull over there. Yeah. Is there panic? Yeah. Is there like oh just another just another one of these? <laughs> <laughs> no, they they yeah. handled it pretty well. I mean, they were really friendly, um, and uh, you know, just keep your hands up, just follow orders, and had us get out of the car, frisked us, and then like emptied my car out and like went through everything and put everything back. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to turn you over to U.S. Yeah. Customs. So, and you get to keep your gun. Went through you. Well, they they had taken at that at that. Point. But they didn't so, give it back or anything. Uh, they did. They gave it to the U.S. Customs. This blows so, my mind. Okay, okay. I feel like because because so the reason it blows my mind is because if I accidentally brought like a bottle of liquor from Mexico back home, I'd be like, oh, I forgot to claim my this 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 bottle of, of rum. They would take it away. Like they would keep my rum, but they're like these guys are like, no, I it's. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Here's your handgun back. Well, they didn't hand it. They okay. didn't give it to me. Like I said, they turned it over right. to U.S. Customs. So um, we had to talk to U.S. Customs at that point, and it was like a complete mm. difference. Like the Canadians were joking with us and laughing, like this is going to be a oh great story. God. Of course, <laughs> yeah, all this stuff. And we get to U.S. Customs, and like they're completely yeah. serious. They don't say like a word to us. They're just like glaring at us, like shaking yeah. their head, like who are these two idiots trying to go to Canada with a gun? And um, so, like after thirty minutes of like sitting there, like in yeah. silence, um, one of the customs officers comes up and he goes, "Lapel?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's where I'm from." He's like, "Yeah, I'm from Anderson." So he was like basically 10 miles away from my hometown and that's where he grew up. So then like at that point, like it started. Yeah. And that was enough. It was like, you guys are like, wait a minute, your name, your mother's name is Martha. What? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was one of those. Oh, I love it. But, uh, yeah, after that, then they, they brought me my gun and they, it was completely disassembled. They had like bagged up in Ziploc bags. All the ammo was separate. The, magazines were separate they had the slide off the off the gun i mean it was completely disassembled so gave it back to me and i said Don't you in the butt and send you on your way so you yeah. said that you had a gun with you because you were in detroit is that was it very like it was specific yeah. for that trip oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i try to i try to carry more mm-hmm. often um than not but uh yeah, that one was – it was definitely, you know, going to Detroit oh, that area. Oh, wow. Not, okay. Not going to be there without some type of protection. So, Dude, I wish you would have mentioned that much earlier because it's about that time where I need to t- ask you to tell people where to find you on the internet. But, like, I, now we do in returning guests, we need to do – we need to talk about military and – holy crap. That I mean, so – I'm trying to, like, <laughs> in my mind think, like, what can I – what can I chop from the beginning that I could extend this a little longer? I don't think that I can. So we're going to have to, I, I want to, I want to find more about that because I think that there's, I think there's stories there for sure. But um, yeah, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I know that there's uh, a little bit of confusion and with four kids, I don't know how the heck you managed to do this because this is basically the only time that I've chopped out and it's like, this is, this is it. And with my, I've got, I'm going to be yeah. out of town this afternoon. So I really appreciate you working around and I hope that you enjoy the walking dead uh, is it the premiere tonight? Like the mid-season premiere or finale? The season premiere. I don't, I don't even know what day it is, man. It's October, of course. It's the premiere. Uh, <laughs> where can people find you on the uh, the internet and reach out to you, man? And yeah, all that other good stuff. Uh, I believe my Twitter is at uh, littlewade33. Mm-hmm. That's what I've got underneath your face right now on the YouTube on the YouTube yeah. channel. Okay. And on Nintendo, too. Yeah. I'm... I should probably – I don't know if it's okay if I share your, your Switch ID. Man, why can't we not just share Switch names? Like like Update yeah. 4, 
whatever 4.0 came out and we have got all these great new features and it's like we're still using that's the only way unless i know you on like mitomo or i had you on wii u or something silly like that i can't type in your your freaking name that is really unfortunate yep but yeah man i I really enjoy playing splatoon with you and i don't even know what interconnectivity there's going to be with mario odyssey coming out this week but um yeah we'll, we'll have that out there for everybody to play some video games with you shout out to donnie play some video games yeah, I just uh, just pre-ordered that last night, thanks to yes. Jacob. Nice, man. So, we got a great October ahead of us, slash a, ending for us. This is Amazon Prime account. That's hilarious. Just share that share that Prime, <laughs> just like just like Netflix subscriptions. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank yeah. you so much, man. This has been awesome. I can't believe Jesse left that story to the end. Oh my gosh, I would have loved to dive a little bit more into that. But I also love that the moral of the story is when you go to Detroit, you better be packing heat, man. (laughs) That's so great. Thank you so much, Jesse, again on Twitter, at Lil Wade, L-I-L Wade. 33 that music was super mario of course he was wearing a mario hat so it was super mario the life and death of the mario brothers on ocremix.org so thank you guys thank you again for listening if this was your first time giving us a rating on itunes and subscribing you can head over to youtube.com slash we the nerdy give the thumbs up leave a comment whatever i know that the guests always really like having uh there's always a it's like a rotating crew of people who who reach out to the guests and tell them that they enjoy their time. I know that means a lot to them. It means a lot to me. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Remember, you can follow me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants, follow the website at We The Nerdy. There's so much stuff going on over there. Apparently I'm doing a War of the Planet of the Apes review, I think. I'm at least going to watch it. We already have a review up there, so but we got a digital code. Anyways, that's more complications that I need to add here. The show at We The Gamer Cast. Guys, I really appreciate even if you know that i'm going to be tweeting it out from here and there i really appreciate all the follows on that because that does help get uh review copies it helps get my xbox one x that's coming i get that thing until january guys so thank you so much for all the support anything you can do that publicly shows that you're listening people notice and i'm really really appreciative of that uh and if you haven't already check out the xbox drive Speaking of that, I do that while I drive to work. I'm not sure what's going to happen this week. Dave may be driving or taking the bus this week. I'll be in a hotel room. I won't even have a car to drive this week. But anyways, if you if you haven't already, uh, this last week I went through the McDonald's drive-thru. I ordered my coffee. I bought some Mario toys, and then I stalled my car. So it's hilarious. We also talk about Xbox, but I mean every other Xbox show does that. We do the add-ons. The Xbox drive is on uh, iTunes and Google Play. You can find it on the DaySpace network. So please, guys, if you haven't already, it's not long. It's, uh, it's much shorter than than your typical show because i record it while i drive to work so it's got to be shorter than that and please consider if you haven't already uh supporting us on patreon.com slash make us better just like all of our amazing patrons and our executive producers and our new guys this week like zelfred and aaron thank you guys so much again uh you're just continuing to build help us build more content and we're just so pumped about it uh thank you to our artists Gary Gray and Adam Leonard, our video designer, Antonio Guillen, and this is powered by the Day Space Network of Podcasts, and you can find other shows, like the Warp Whistle Podcast, or Forget Being Cool, that's three times a week. What else can you ask? Like, there's so much content, it's amazing. Otherwise, guys, this is episode 111. It's a super palindrome of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week, and I hope you're there too. It's also in your eyeballs. I didn't say that. Now it's time for Jason, 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 Oscar. It's time for Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!